remember the first time we met. Or the first time that we talked. Talked, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you remember? Because I do remember. I remember. Yeah. I remember exactly. Really? I remember exactly. I was actually going to the bathroom. And it was. I always get my best ideas in the shower or going to the restroom, like places that I know I'm not going to be interrupted. I don't know if it's psychological or what but, but it works for you it works for me mm -hmm. man like I have mm -hmm. my like that's my that's mm -hmm. that's my place to just know it's gonna interrupt me so I guess subconsciously I know that my thought is not gonna get distracted or interrupted or I'm not gonna have to be you know step away from something so it's just it just flows you know? <laughs> absolutely <laughs> for a lack of better terms you're in the throne <laughs> I just remember I saw you on Instagram while scrolling okay. and your, I want to say that your, um, your feed was very photography heavy. Yes. At first mm -hmm. it was very photography heavy at first and, but your, your vibe and your, um, your, like your overall aesthetic was very defined. And I think what, kind of stopped me in my tracks to say, oh, that's different, or I like that, or I'm drawn to that, or I want to see more of that, was the bright colors. Yeah. There was a Disney pop art theme to mm -hmm. all of that. It was very subtle. Yes. I got the message. Okay. I got the message, and I, like, wanted to see more. Yeah. Because I wanted to see what your feed was, because it was fun. It was bright. Mm -hmm. It was lively, and it was different. Because mm -hmm. at that time... The time in the industry, I remember it being very um, follow each other, follow each other. Like, mm -hmm. like let's learn from this person, and then we're going to try, and then this person's going to teach, and then we're going to try. And then when I saw yours, it was like a breath of fresh air, and it was very advanced or different, different. from what I was seeing. Mm -hmm. And you called it 2D. Mm -hmm. And then, because what you do is 3D. Yes, now I do 3D. And that was my first account, my first mm -hmm. Instagram account. Because yeah. my, my first Instagram account went viral a few times. Mm -hmm. And um, it got shut down. Yes, I remember when you told me, well, yeah. well, before we get all into that, yeah, it was your first account that I saw. And then I was in love. Like, from the second I saw it, I knew. It made me think of, like, cotton candy. Yeah. And it made me think <laughs> of candy. So when I saw your um, account, I wanted to reach out to you. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to buy a cup. Like, I knew I wanted true. a very... You said something about you wanted a cup. Yes. I yeah. wanted a cup. I wanted a very... I remember you asked me, well, what kind of cup do you want? And I said... I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. As long as you're going to make it, make it the way you want to make it, mm -hmm. I'm going to love it. I know I'm going to love it. And you said, well, give me a direction. Because, well, you freaked out a little bit because you did. <laughs> I did. I, no, not a little bit. Like, you sent me to the bathroom. <laughs> like <after> that. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious because I wasn't expecting that. Um, but I saw that, that I loved it. And then I, I immediately, you know, being very impulsive that I am, I... I don't think I speak and I act right on the spot because then I'll forget. Yeah, so. I understand. 
<laughs> so I have to do it right then and there. And when I reached out to you, I wasn't expecting you to answer right away, to answer right away, or to even say, I follow you or I seen you on YouTube or anything like that. So it was, it was a geek out moment for me. And it was like, I think that's where we realized that we're going to be best friends. Yeah. You want to be best friends? Man, Let's be best, best friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> no. yes. Like I'm following you. You're following me. We're best friends. Right. There we go. Right. Look. There we are. Yes. <laughs> we're going to do this. We're going to take over. And so right away I knew I said, okay, I got to have a cup. And then you're like, well, I'm going to give you a cup. No, 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 no. Yeah. You wanted to buy it. And I was like, yeah. no, 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 no. Because see, the thing is, is that I don't create to sell. Mm -hmm. That's my big thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, people get mad mm -hmm. because they see my account and they're thinking, but where do I buy? Mm -hmm. Cause I don't have a website. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I don't create to sell because um, at first I was very, very heavy on trademark. I didn't right. know. I did a lot of fan art mm -hmm. and uh, very naive to think that because it was fan art and it wasn't um, for, so for sale um, that I was protected. And I wasn't. See, I thought the same thing too. I thought if you were making it for yourself. Yeah. then that's fine if I'm showing it, I'm showing what I make for myself, for my walls, for my space, for my mm -hmm. own yeah. creativity. I didn't realize it's that. It's okay, but it's not. And see the... You hear that, everybody? You hear that? <laughs> well... It's not okay. <laughs> and I, and I, I learned it, like, um, as experience. That's why my, my account got taken away. A lot of people told me, like, oh, um, did somebody report you? It was probably somebody that didn't like you. It was probably some another Tumblr maker. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. I got in trouble because I was doing trademark. Mm -hmm. And my my account got taken down for trademark infringement. Mm -hmm. I looked into it. When it first happened, I didn't know what was going on. And um, you can't report an account for trademark infringement unless you have paperwork. Like your legal documentation that that trademark is yours. Right. And so that's what happened to me. Which one it was, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. um, I do know that um, I did a lot. And when I first started that account, I was, um, I was going through grief. So I was like, I'm going to make what makes me happy because I was looking for happiness. And it's still that. Dark arts is dark arts because I was going through a period of grief. And it was dark. And I wanted the light. And you can see it in my art. Like, mm -hmm. it's all pinks. It's all pastels. It's all that. And it brought me to the light, you know. And I made friends. Like, I, I, like you. Like, Melanie. Like, I, Perlita. I made really good friends. And I was by myself because I was going through grief. And then also um, the pandemic hit. So I started Cups maybe like two or three months before the pandemic shut down the U.S. Overseas, it was already shut down. We already knew because we were military. So because I have lung issues, they called me up and they told me, like, you're not going to be able to leave. You're on high medical restriction. So that's why my account was, like, so influenced by magical theme. I remember yeah. seeing a lot of Disney-inspired, lots of up. Mm -hmm. I saw the, like, lots mm -hmm. of balloons. I saw lots yeah. of balloons and I saw lots of disney and I said, this person, and what came off of that was that you were a happy 
happy, 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 happy person. Mm -hmm. And I would have never known that you were really like you were down because from what came through on your feed, it looked like you were having just rainbow unicorn thoughts and feelings. Yeah. No, it was, you know, it's weird. I process grief in a different way. I don't cry. I don't, I don't like whine. I don't do any of that. Um, it's just that I just started to lose, um, my happiness. Mm -hmm. I started to feel numb. And that's the moment when, um, my husband, okay. And now this is how, how it goes on my side. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you you contacted me, and I from the bathroom, out. <laughs> from the bathroom, <laughs> from your throne, and I freaked out. Like mm-hmm. I super 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 freaked out because um, before everything had happened with me, my mom passed, and before my mom passed, um, I I came across um, your videos because I'm always looking at art. I've always liked. I've always like I draw. And so it came across and then I looked you up on YouTube and then I saw the Milky Way and I always wanted to try that, like always. And this was like, I don't know how long, like I, I think I just had had Nico when you were posting those, those videos. And Your son, uh, Nico. Yes, yes, my baby, Nico Pico. And Nico. so... <laughs> He's so awesome. I love Nico Pico. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah... Um, you know, I was kind of like going through motherhood for the third time and all of that. And I kept looking at your videos and my husband uh, got notice of it. And he's like, why do you always looking at the, the glitter lady? And I was like, well, I don't know. I, I like the way she blends everything. It just looks seamless and it's just weird. Like I can't wrap my head around it. And he's like, well, why don't you try it? And I was like, no, like, I, dude, I have three kids. Like, how <laughs> am I going to do this? And... Um, and so I kept looking at them. I just liked to watch them. I thought they were very relaxing to watch. And my mom passes away. I go into high restriction. And Jose Miguel is deployed. And all of a sudden, I'm by myself. Like, by myself, we moved from my home, which was California. Um, the military moved us to Virginia. I had nobody. Like, not a single soul. Just my kids. And wow, I can't imagine being plucked and then, dropped all by yourself. And then your husband's deployed. And my, my husband left like four weeks after. And I was high restriction. Um, and we had already talked. No, no we, not yet. We haven't talked yet. No, I you was. had just found the videos. I was just by myself. Okay. Um, no, I had already been seeing your videos for years oh, before. Okay. And I had barely started to do cups. And when I get to Virginia, I really like, I had nobody. Like I had to take care of my kids and I had a homeschool, but then I needed therapy and I went into doing cups Mm -hmm. and doing, you know, I miss Disney because I've always lived close to Disney and I wasn't a pass uh, holder. And, you know, I just started to create that happiness Mm -hmm. and it just, Disney reminds me of my mom. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, I'm going to get, so anyways. I started to make those cups over and over. And then all of a sudden I was like, um, I saw, I kept seeing your, your, your feed. Well, your YouTube. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't have you on any other social media and I had started dark arts and I was just doing them. And then people were like contacting me. Would you sell it? Would you sell it? And I was like, 
uh, how much would you sell it for? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't think like, that far ahead. I was just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just making it make. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would make a bunch of cups and I would send them to my family members. Mm-hmm. You know, I would just like randomly, they would get like boxes of cups because I just didn't have any place to put them in. And then when I was in Virginia and everything was going on like really quick and I was just super alone, all of a sudden you texted me and it was so weird because it's like somebody that you've seen like on TV and because I always like I didn't see you on TV but I would see you on my screen all the time and I was like she contacted me like she freaking contacted me and I before I answered you I screenshot and I sent it to Jose Miguel overseas and I was like the glitter lady called the bougie glitter lady just called me and the bougie <laughs> glitter lady. The fancy glitter lady. And, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, so I started to like, I immediately messaged you back and you asked for a cup and I was like, I'll make it for you. And you're like, no, I want to buy it. And I was like, but I don't sell them. Yeah. And so I was like, no, no, I'll make it for you. And I was like, I was shaking when you called me. It was like a really... I was a fan. I was a creeper. Like a I was, creeper. <laughs> I was like always stalking your YouTube to see if you would post something new. And I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, when, when you contacted me, was it was like right after I started Paul. No, not Polymer Calais. I was still using Air Dry. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I immediately wanted to make your cup. Like immediately. And I got it very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I made it like I knew exactly what I wanted to make you. You said candy. That was the only thing that kind of like threw me off. I was expecting that you were going to say Mickey. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I got that. And then you said candy. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh (laughs) I had a feeling that like you were, you kind of said something like, that's a challenge. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it, but that's a challenge. Yeah. Well, I have full faith in you. You're, <laughs> yeah. I know you're going to do it. It's going to be awesome. But I wasn't, I wasn't in, I was, I think I was just in your Facebook group. I don't even think I followed you. I still didn't have TikTok at that time. I don't, was TikTok even a thing? I think so. It was just a weird time. It was, it was, it was kind of like. standstill time. Yeah. It was a stand, it was the beginning of 2021. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I w- there were still no vaccines at that mm-hmm. time because I remember that I couldn't go out um and at that moment I just like I thought it was super awesome that I was making a cup for somebody that actually wanted it you know what I mean mm-hmm. because um my family members didn't understand why I was making cups like it was weird to them and I was embarrassed like I didn't want to show my face why because I when when I started grief, I shut down all of my social media, mm-hmm. all of my personal social media. And I was like, I don't want to post anything because I used to post for my mom. My mom's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's done. And I shut it down. And then all of a sudden, we started to do resin, me and my boy, Rocco. And Rocco was like, mom, post it. Post it so that so that, um, so so-and-so can see it. Post it so that this can see it. Post it so, like, my, my brother could see it. And I didn't want to. I felt, like, super weird, you know? Like, oh, well, this weirdo, like, all of a sudden her mom died. She stopped being on social media, and now she's posting weird stuff. 
You know, like it just made Heavy no art. Yeah. Yeah, it made no sense. Like no sense at all. And so I did dark arts to to keep Rocco happy because Rocco was also going through grief. And so I opened an Instagram account. Never, ever did I ever expect to be a business. Um, I never expected to, I just thought I'm gonna post it so that I can show Rocco that it's posted, but I don't want it on my personal uh, feeds. And if, well, the, the account doesn't no longer is online because it was taken down, but um, it was never on camera. I wouldn't even show my pants, like nothing. And I lost all my contracts because I'm a photographer. Um, I had lost all my contracts and all of my clients through the pandemic because I couldn't leave my house. And so I couldn't do photography, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm a natural light photographer. So there wasn't a lot that I could do indoors. Right. And the cops became my model. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I wasn't so interested in making the cup, but in using certain colors so that I could see how it reflected during different times of the day. Mm -hmm. And it was those pictures. That's why it was so heavily influenced by photography. And it, it brought happiness again. Like I felt alive again. I, that sense of numbness was gone. And it's weird because I, I am a self-taught photographer. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm Mexican-American. I was born here in Texas, but um, I graduated college in Mexico and I'm a, I'm a clinical psychologist, a licensed clinical psychologist. And I used to do art therapy. And ever since we moved here, I can't practice here, you know? And so I kind of let go of it. I'm somebody that really adapts mm -hmm. and I, I let go of all of my art therapy and all of my clinical experience and all of that. And it was weird because I found myself through art therapy and I used to be an art therapist for um, the State Mental Institute. And once again, I was happy, you know, I was excited. Like at night I would leave my cups turning and every morning it felt like Christmas morning. Like, that is the feeling that you get, like uh -huh. being a cupper and you know that the finished product comes with time and you always leave it to the next morning and it's always that surprise element that follows. Yeah. I get to wake up tomorrow and you jump out of bed to go check go on your check cups. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that feeling of Christmas morning, like you're a kid on Christmas morning, yeah. you get to surprise yourself with a finished cup. And yeah. it's always that feeling of, oh, how's it looking? Oh, yes, how's it looking? Can like, I touch oh, it? Can I touch it? Because I like to touch them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you know, like my precious. Can I get to rub it? <laughs> yes, because yes. it looks different when it's fully cured. It's a different kind of appreciation Yes. for what you created. It is being excited all over again when your cup is finally finished yes, and you get to it's shiny take it up to the uh -huh. next level yeah or it's shiny or the glitter looks different or it's just like the unwrapping of a present yeah. like you get to give yourself so mm -hmm. I totally get that now being a therapist mm -hmm. what is it about art and because I did a lot of 
So before I did all this, I went to school for, I was going to be a teacher. Ooh. I was going to be a teacher. Okay, and I know so, that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine me being, sit down and shut up. <laughs> and I realized I can't do that. I can't say that to That's kids. That's not mine. <laughs> it's not my calling. <laughs> so taking classes and courses and child development classes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I took um, like learning through art. Yes. Therapy through art. I took mm-hmm. all of these classes that taught me the importance of keeping art in the classroom Yes. because children learn best when they are having fun, creative. when they're creative, mm-hmm. when they're expressing, yeah. you know? So I, it is very important to, to really understand or just kind of appreciate the, the, the part of the arts. It's not just pretty things. It's not just it's expression. a piece of you. It's a piece of you. Mm-hmm. You learn through art and you're doing all that. So what is the importance? What is your spin on it? What is your what is your understanding of the importance of art in healing and in learning and expressing? Like what is that? Okay. It's weird. When I was an art therapist um, by profession, I I saw that my patients, you know, I was in in a state mental institute, so we had a lot of schizophrenia. We had a lot of psychosis. And so we even had people that didn't have any language. Mm -hmm. And so um, I could could communicate with them, you know, even if they were seeing um, hallucinations and if they were, like, sick, um, I could still communicate through them through art. And so... You know, I would put paints in the middle and they would sit all around. Would they go for the paints or would they like kind of scared a little bit or were they just, there's always warm up to it. Everything, like everybody was different. Uh And my approach to therapy is I let people be who they are, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I'll, I'll kind of like, if I saw somebody that was just like sitting, wasn't doing anything, then I would approach them, you know, and I would be like, would you like to try this? Would you try, you know? And if they don't, I would do it very close to them so that they could heal, feel the color, everything. And, you know, I had all kinds of stuff. Like people would cry, people would laugh. People would open up and tell me stories, would tell me, you know, how they feel, um, if uh, the medication was making them feel drowsy, if they had a headache, if like, I got to meet my patients Mm -hmm. and I did do all kinds of other therapies that I wasn't in charge of. I was just in charge of art therapy. It was um, a part of the occupational health. Um, So you would come in and you would kind of get them excited about something separate from just the study or just the treatment. Like group therapy. It was something fun to look forward to, but you were actually really studying them Uh and helping them. And trying to interact and, and create that report with your patient, you know, so that when later on in the day we were going into like group council or group meetings and we would, sometimes it was one-on-one, but those I didn't lead. I was only as an assistant. And the importance of me doing art therapy with them by themselves is that they felt comfortable with me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when the psychiatrist came with me, he's the lead, they felt comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, and a lot of things they would just like, they would address it to me. So he would make the question, but then they would look at me 
because I'm the art teacher, mm -hmm. you know? And so that was, that was my experience at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Now, when I decided, when I started art therapy for myself, I didn't start it. It wasn't my idea. Mm -hmm. um, my husband had seen me looking at your videos. And he says, like now we, we speak about it, and he's like, I was really scared that I was going to lose you. You know, you were just so out of touch. Like you were always quiet. You, I laugh a lot. Like, mm -hmm. you know me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm always laughing. I'm always silly. I'm always goofy. And um, he's like, you just, you weren't there. Like, you were always quiet. And you're always taking care of everybody else. <laughs> you were always checking on everybody, <laughs> making sure everybody's doing everything. Is everybody and okay? And now nobody, nobody could get knows to me. what to do because you're kind of, you need to be taken care of now. And yeah. now. I was just quiet. What do we do? And I would, like, I knew what I had to do during the day, but I was just quiet. And I, close to me, I was like, I just. I didn't hear you laugh for like a good six weeks and I freaked out. He's like, so he ordered me a tumbler, uh, Turner. He ordered me my first Turner. <clears throat> he ordered me epoxy. He ordered me a cup and then he forgot glitter. <laughs> he must have been really paying attention to these videos to know exactly. He probably went on your history and was like, okay, let me see supplies I need <laughs> <laughs> check, check, from check. you oh from, from me yeah from oh. you but um I didn't and I so didn't put the damn glitter on there <laughs> you didn't put the glitter so yeah. um so he got me everything and then he pushed me and so for a long time it sat there and he was like can you come on do it and I was like I, I don't know I've never done it and like just do it like if you mess up you mess up and so one day I just started doing it and it was weird like I did the first cup and it was a little mermaid cup I still have it and um and I loved it like I loved it and I messed it up really hard like <laughs> the SVG he bought me a cricket like I had never even used that man he got you all the stuff he got me all the stuff you set up <laughs> <laughs> and I started to do it and um and then I saw that first cup and I really liked it like I really really liked it and I was like you know what I want, I've always liked, um, drips, drips, okay. always like it. I don't know why, like there's something about drips that I've always liked. And I was like, they do drips. I'm going to try. And he's like, yeah, try. And I was like, okay. And I did my first drip tumbler and I was really, really excited with that one. It came yeah. out really good. And it was like a fluke. I don't know how <laughs> I did it, but it came out really good. And, um, and I posted that one on my personal mm -hmm. and it sold like uh, a friend of mine well my boss's wife um, she contacted me and she was like how much are you selling that cup for and I was like I I'm not selling them like I I'm just making them for me mm -hmm. and she was like no 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 like sell it to me and I remember I gave her this really stupid price you know and I just didn't know what I was doing. I didn't want to sell it. I still feel super uncomfortable selling cups. I don't like to sell them. Mm -hmm. And um, and I sold it. And Jose was like, well, do another one. Like, that was your cup. Make another one. And then I started making another one. And then another one. And, um, and then one day, I just, I started to step back mm -hmm. little by little when we got the news that we were moving from California to Virginia and I stopped making them in California. So 
Jose Miguel says that he started to get worried again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he started to look like, what else can she make? What else can I buy her that maybe she can make and we can get her happy again? Because he realized that you were happiest when you were being creative. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, and uh, he showed me this cup and then he's like, can you make this for me? <laughs> it, was this, it was Melanie Kenny's snake cup. Ah, okay. I remember that one. I, saw and that one. I still want that studded <laughs> octopus. <laughs> That's my favorite animal. I love octopus. But um, she has that one. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Like, is it a, like a pipe? What do you mean? The the cup? No, it's it's a it's a tumbler. It's a tumbler. Yeah, it's just a tumbler. She she made it. She sculpted it, and then she started to bling it. Uh huh. And it's just a tumbler. I've seen her use it sometimes in lives. Okay, okay, okay. okay. It's like her water cup. Okay. Mm. And Jose Mesa, can you make it for me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, hell no. Absolutely not. Like, that's a <laughs> are very you crazy. Like, that's a hefty cup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Quite a undertaking. Never sculpted in my life. And I was like, no. And he's like, no, I'm sure you can. I was like, no. And then he, he went on, on YouTube where I had found you. And he's like, she has a tutorial. And I was like, I don't want to make it. I don't, like, I don't feel like it. And, uh, and Jose Miguel bought me air dry clay. And he bought me all the supplies again. And then he's like, just try. And I started to make it. And he has pictures of me. And I'm like grumpy. And I'm like, like making it. I guess. <laughs> and I made it. And he has that cup. And to be honest, it was clay. It was, like, I love making cups, but the sensation of clay in my hands, mm-hmm. it grounds me. I could see that. It really makes me calm. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, with the pandemic and, you know, all the news on my lung health, because it was scary at that time, um, they had found black spots on my lungs, um, I started to get, like, panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that would keep me calm was having clay in my hands. And so I started to sculpt. And when I got to Virginia, like I couldn't wait to get my hands in clay. Yeah. It was, it was my therapy. It was what made me not only happy, but relaxed, you know, that everything's going to be okay. I'm not going to die. You know? And that's quite a, like clay is, is very different from, the the side of cupping that I came from because with that one it has its it has its difficulties there too it has its challenges and everything like that but I think with the 3D that is very different it's a different Mm -hmm. approach to cupping um it's still you know you're still being you're still creating tumblers you're still using resin and turners stuff like that but you use more of a modeling mm-hmm. sort of like you kind of mold things mm-hmm. and then with with like the two-dimensional cups it's very um it's about the glitter it's about mm-hmm. the glitter it's about applied the products the products mm-hmm. the application showcasing the actual products yes. rather than creating, creating something, something from out of nothing clay yeah crazy yeah. out of nothing and clay is something that you know i don't know it just it like really grounds you it, um, it made me feel that I could make anything, you know, I could, um, I could just play with clay 
-hmm. you know, I could make. And, and then from there, I went on to the donut because it was a very simple uh, shape. Okay. And I liked having, I used air dry and I always had it wet. So it felt like pottery. And I just like, I really enjoyed it. Like I really, really enjoyed it. And you know, I, the other thing with, with cupping is I have lung issues. Mm -hmm. And when I'm using clay, I don't need epoxy. You know, yeah. I don't have to use my respirator. I don't have to use a lot of things. And I, I like clay. I really do. I think that's the one. It shows because the cups that I saw at the beginning were very much um, like lots of opal vinyls, mm -hmm. lots of glitter, mm -hmm. lots of color. Li I could see a little bit of sculpting coming through when you started to do, um, well, you did your drips. So, mm -hmm. so, you, so you started off with your drips and then... Um, I started to see the donuts mm -hmm. and then I started to see you come out of your shell and be like, all right, we're going to do this <laughs> big old Cinderella or this big old Snow White, uh, poison apple, you know, you came balls out suddenly and I was like, whoa, Shakira, <laughs> here you are. Hello. Yes. And so it just exploded. And I think that's where. I think that's where like you were like, all right, this is you you found mm -hmm. you found your your rhythm okay. and you exploded. Well what happened there was um I didn't make friends. Like I didn't come into I didn't come into contact with any tumbler makers. Mm -hmm. I didn't follow them. Um I didn't I was I was looking to be by myself, mm -hmm. you know? That's why my, my stuff was different. Because um I, I just wanted to be by myself and I just wanted to post to keep my boy happy and I didn't really care about anything else. And then I got to take pictures. Um, but taking pictures of glitter is hard. Oh yeah. It's really hard. Oh, yeah. You know that. <laughs> yeah. I got frustrated, mm -hmm. you know? And so when I went into clay, clay is easy. Yeah. You know, clay is, it's really cool. You can do different angles. You can... You can um, prop it a different way. You can style it. You, it's a composition, you know. I started to bring a lot more of my photography into it, and I liked it. And so you did tell that. So, so you did tell me right away that you were a photographer, and mm -hmm. I thought that that was super awesome because it was it shined through. I saw that come through in the way that you would stage, and I think everybody when they see you at first is they see your cup, yes. But the whole frame is a vibe. Like the mm -hmm. whole frame is, it's themed, mm -hmm. it's well shot. And then when I actually visited you at your house, I was sitting on the set having my coffee and I didn't realize that I was sitting on the set and you said, does anything look familiar to you? <laughs> and I was like, well, that looks familiar. And wait, that was really, and I'm like thinking, where? And you said, let me show you what I do, how I stage. And that's a magic. And that was crazy because we were sitting at your dining table in the kitchen. Yeah. And you brought no out lights. the kids. Yeah, there's no lights. You brought out the kids' drawing table and you balanced it on <laughs> this. You brought like like building blocks or something and you were balancing this table. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the thing. And you put this piece of art on top. It was like, dunk. And you put it there and I was thinking, oh my goodness, it's gonna it's fall. Gonna fall and it's gonna go everywhere and she's gonna be like, damn Nicole, if it wasn't for you know. And so I was so my anxiety was like peaking. And so I was thinking, 
okay, this is surely not how she does all her stuff. And then you were like, and, and we're going to use this prop and we're going to use that prop and putting everything on the table. And I was thinking, oh, I, shit. <laughs> I was like this. I was like, it's going to fall. It's going to fall. Where, where, where? And I had my hands out like this and you're like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I do this all the time. And I'm thinking, no, oh my goodness. This is, this is this. And I was mm -hmm. thinking you had like a studio because you had all these possibilities. You were just grabbing toys from the kids and things you collected. My, my decor. And decor and, and mm -hmm. cups that are hanging on the wall. And it all came together. And I saw that you were very resourceful in the things that you use. Mm -hmm. But it, it, came, it came through that lens so different yeah. than, than what the behind the scenes was. Yeah. No, no. And it's weird because... Um, well, I, recently this year I started to teach mm -hmm. and I started to do, I started with photography classes. I used to do photography classes, but with models and, um, and that was back in California. And then when I, when I came over here and I started to do more of product photography and all of that, and now I don't work for a client, you know, I can do what my own thing. Right. Because when you're working for a client, like you have to like you have oh. to deliver their vision. Exactly. Yeah. And it's very hard. And I worked yeah. with big companies like Univision, and they're like, okay, we can't use this, and that's this can't be in, and this color is like not a no go, and like, you know, and so it's very limited, mm -hmm. and and you're worried, am I going to get the shot? You know, you have the anchor right there, you have the person, like everything's going on. And um, I did a lot of like the news people, their headshots and stuff like that. And it was hard. You know, it gave me anxiety and I loved doing it. I loved post-production, but doing the shot got me antsy. Yeah, because you, you had to get it. You have to get the shot. You yeah. don't have another chance. Yeah. And um, and so when I, now that I'm doing it on my own, it was like, I don't need a studio. Yeah. Like I can do it here in my house. And I can use natural light, which is what I like. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like lights. I don't, I don't like to have a lot of equipment because I get overwhelmed. And so, yeah, I was like, okay, let's just do all white and let's do this and let's do that. And I started to bring things from here and there. All of a sudden, like I was like, I want to make something Disney, but something that I really like. You know, somebody that I identify with. Mm -hmm. and is, this is going to be like my big sculpt and it might be a big failure but I'm going to try and I thought about it for a while and then all of a sudden it popped in like one night it popped in my head and I was like I'm going to do it in a mode because I feel like her you know she's short she's kind of bossy she's um she wears glasses yeah. <laughs> you know I feel we look a little bit alike well it scared the <laughs> hell out of me one time when I saw this 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 wigged lady and she was big glasses and a wig and now she was on Shakira's feed and I stopped me in my scroll and I was looking and it dawned on me that that was you and you were in character and you were talking and <laughs> you were committed to the skit you know yeah. and I was, I was blown away because you were Edna you turned into Edna and then the next time I saw you you turned into was it Mary or Sarah oh it, you yeah turned into I a was witch the next yeah. day and it didn't click that way and I had to go back and look at all of them and like 
Chingao is Shakira. <laughs> and then she's saying, oh, how funny. Oh. I was, I've always liked wigs. Um, and fantasy photography has always been something that I love. Yeah. That's something that I saw. Like, yes, I saw the happy end, like, but your name says dark arts. And not once did I associate that with maybe she's going through a dark time. I thought that you loved Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. And all of the spooky stuff, which I love. I love stuff. spooky stuff. And so I think, or I know, that that's what kind of got my eye on you is because... Yeah, because it kind of... I love the witchy reflects. vibes and the mm -hmm. the fun, you know, just the fun. Halloween is like my Christmas. Like, right? Oh, yeah. Same. Absolutely. Same. Yeah, like I love doing that. I've always had wigs. I always had wigs. My mom was um, a 70s child. She used all kinds of wigs. I have some of her wigs. I've never worn a wig before. No way. Never. You would have told me that before I came. I and was kind of scared that you were going to dress me up when I went to your house. <laughs> I was kind of thinking like, okay, she's going to she's gonna catch me. And then she's going to be like, dress this. Put, put this on. Put this on. Put and, this wig. And then stand right there and <laughs> gonna expose me yes. no 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 she's gonna dress me up yes no 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 well I started to do cosplay on screen and people started to notice like with Edna a lot mm. of people started to notice and then it just like came like this thing and people were like oh I love to do that if if you ever need me to do it with you I'll do it with you and I was like okay cool and then I would contact them you know like okay I have this and you've seen me, like the other day that you asked me, like, what, what ideas do you have for like content for social media? Like I'm always bursting with ideas and I have a million things that I've already saved. And so when they ask me to do something, I usually already have something pending that I needed somebody to go with me, you know, but I don't like to push on people because not a lot of people like to wear they don't feel comfortable wearing a wig or wearing a costume <laughs> or acting stupid, you know? And so, um, but I've seen that a lot of people have told me. You make it fun. When we do collabs. You make it a lot of fun. And so and I let you want to do it. And everybody gets to pick before I do. Mm -hmm. Like when we do a collab, I always tell them like, okay, which one do you want to be? And they'll be like, no, no, you choose. Which one would be good for me? Like, no, no, no. It's no. not going to work. No, no. You have to want to be that person. Which one yeah. do you want to be? And then I'll be the last one. And, um, and yeah, like, and a lot of people tell me like after they do it, they're like, that was so much fun. Like I wasn't expecting like for me to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought I was going to be super embarrassed and I was like, no, I'm never going to post something that's going to make you look stupid. <laughs> you know, like I might like, I might look <laughs> stupid. Like I, I went out and put the buck teeth for Winifred. Like if you wait till the end of that video, Oh my God, dude. Like, like, I'm telling you, I did not, like a lot of these, I had no idea. I was like freaked out when I saw the Edna and I was like, who jacked her Instagram? What is she reposting? You know? And I'm just, and then it was you. I was like, oh my God. For the longest time you tricked me. For the longest time you tricked me because I could not pinpoint, pinpoint what your real looks were. were. A lot of people think that this is a wig. And it's not. It's, it's like my real look. Look, tug it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think like, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of um, like duos with Lauren Quigley mm -hmm. as of late. And so people think that I really have like the 
short black bob. And you can pull it off, dude. If I'm all for it. Go <laughs> dye and chop it. <laughs> it's very fitting. <laughs> and, um...